0: Hi guys, I'm Ashley, I'm Eve, and I'm Nick, and we're the Money Medics, and we're the
1: hosts of Your Real Money Stories.
2: An original podcast series brought to you in association with Zopa.
1: The podcast where we'll be giving you the unfiltered truth about money through anonymous confessions and unfiltered opinions.
0: As well as providing useful information and resources for each topic we discuss.
2: And we have to say, this isn't financial advice, these are just our views. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Your Real Money Stories in association with Zopa and we're your host, The Money Medics. We're all about sharing real stories, conversations about money.
0: So today we're talking about gambling and how they can be hidden in relationships. So I'm Ashley, you know the usual, I'm the pharmacist, foodie by day, pharmacist, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> I love money. <laughs> do know who you are.
2: <laughs> And I'm Nick, a strategy consultant um, and I work in finance, so be sure I'm going to fact check everything and just kind of um, challenge the status quo. (laughs)
1: Um, My name is Eve. Again, I'm a pharmacist, but they used to call me the landlady, now they call me... The new mum, yummy mummy, yeah, (laughs) yummy mummy. So, as per usual, we'll have um, three sections to the podcast. First, we'll have our anonymous guests that will tell them tell us their story, and then we have our opinions, and we'll also be discussing some tips and resources at the end.
0: So, as I mentioned earlier, today's episode is all about gambling, and you know you know, with the costs of living, the cost mm-hmm. of living is rising. Oh gosh. It's that very scary. Right now, so it? it means that lots of people are turned into like lots of different ways to make money. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think there are some statistics around gambling. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Statistics, please
2: tell us. Look at this way, right? Um, there's actually 45% of people in the UK gamble every single month. So that's pretty much That's one. more than one in three, three. people. Yeah, so, so
0: you... Me and Nick, or, 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 <laughs> pretty or much. whatever, two and three people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: No, not gambling. We didn't gamble. Yeah, This is where the grey area is, Mm. right? Um, And we already said, kind of, we've dabbled into it. And I'm never going to knock anyone's way of Of making money. Legally. Um, Legally. We're never going to tell you that you shouldn't do this versus you should do this. But um, I think it does really depend on your personality type as to whether it's for you or not. But Let's get into it.
1: Mm. Okay. Um, so we have our anonymous guest on the line. Let's put our headphones on. Hi.
3: Hello. Hi.
1: Do you mind if I call you Mark during this episode? Of course, that is not your real name, but is it okay if that's what we refer to you as?
3: Of course, I'll be Mark for today. Okay. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much.
1: So um, how's your day been in general? Just tell us a bit about your day.
3: It's been really nice. Um, haven't really done much, but I uh, went out with some friends yesterday night. It oh. was really cute. Managing to still get good sleep. And after this, I think I'm going to go off to the gym. Oh, nice,
1: Ooh. nice. Sleep, looking for some. <laughs> Haven't had
3: that in a long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had that in a long time. But thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. We really, really appreciate it. But let's get straight into your story. So take me back to the very beginning. So what was your relationship with money like when you were growing up?
3: I'd say growing up, mm. I never really... I would say... I'm 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 not gonna say how old I am, but I'm in my early twenties and okay. I would say growing up, I never really I wouldn't say I would be too disciplined with money. Like I, I would get pocket money and I might save a little here and there, but mm. I was always very much like, Oh, I have money, I'm gonna spend it. Okay. <laughs> and I'll worry about I'll worry about the repercussions later another time, just not now. Mm. But um I would say I think when it kind of started, when I kind of noticed that I probably wasn't the most sensible person with money was when I started university and you obviously get your first big student finance payment and you were left to manage that by yourself (laughs) and I very quickly realised that I can't do this. As soon as rent went out, everything else, I I was just like living a big dream. Um, Yeah,
1: I know that feeling for I know that feeling. Okay, so,
0: like, how did you first get into gambling? What was what was your first bet?
3: It was actually a Brexit bet. Oh, and okay. And I guess in a way, I wouldn't say, like, like you guys were chatting about um, match betting before. Yeah. It wasn't exactly a matched bet, but it was kind of something similar. Okay. Um, a, me and a friend, we, we. I mean, the referendum was kind of, it was very, very close. I think it was, like, 49 to 51%. Mm. And... Me and my friend, we were kind of like following the news very, very closely and we knew whatever the result was, it was going to be a very fine line. Mm. So we both placed some money for the, um, for the, for the Brexit bet, for the remain, for the leave, for the leave vote to be between 49, to be between 50 and 52%, Mm. which was very, very specific.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm. And, uh, yeah i think we staked around 125 pounds mm. and we won around 800 pounds wow that's a wow. lot of money for a student wow that was that was a lot of money at the time i mean it still is now Yeah, <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah. wow But um, i guess when that kind of came in we, we were just kind of both very very shocked mm. and okay. i was like oh wow this is this is easy (laughs) but uh, obviously it's not (laughs) yeah what
2: so when did you first realize it was becoming more of an addiction because that's a lot of money to fall into from 125 to like 800
3: yeah so i would say after that i probably didn't gamble again for a a very long time maybe Mm. nine months or so. Okay. So I mean, that was kind of just like a it was just kind of like a thing. I would, oh, should we maybe like, you know, put some money on it sort of thing. It wasn't really like I continued gambling properly from then on. Hmm. But um, I think there was also the there was a, like a football competition later on, maybe at the end of the year or something, where after winning this money, in just in this really random way, I thought to myself, Oh, I I didn't. Bear in mind, I do not follow football. I do not Mm. care about football. I just sort (laughs) of thought. (laughs) I just sort of thought. Okay, well, if I was lucky like this, let me just you know place some money on all these different markets, Mm. which is very stupid. I know. I I know that now, Mm. and um, I won some money, but I basically just lost a lot of money. Mm.
0: How much? How much?
3: I could not tell you how much, but it was enough to upset me. It upset me very much, and it. It, it upset me so much that I actually closed my account. I self-excluded myself from that specific website. Mm. And um, I just I just didn't gamble for like a year or so, a year or two. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. Where I noticed that, oh, I'm not very risk-averse. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I probably have a very addictive personality.
1: You know, it's really interesting because your first ever gamble your first ever bet you won a lot of money so when it, when you're doing something for the first time and it's just like so amazing i can see why you think okay do you know what this this is easy let you know let me get into this in a bit more detail like you know how are people losing money I, I managed to do it mm-hmm. so um yeah i can see how how you went from taking your first bet to like you know dabbling in a bit more detail but so you so just to get things straight this is the first time, won a lot of money. Um, next couple of times, you lost a lot of money. So how did it then progress? Because after you excluded yourself from that first website, what what were the next steps? What made you continue going back, even though you knew you had just lost a lot of money?
3: So it kind of gets to a point, so I would say at this point, at this point yeah, where I self-excluded myself from this website, yeah, I wouldn't say I was a problem gambler yet, okay. but I had lost a lot of money, enough to basically see me, broke for the entire summer. Oh, wow. Not like not like debt broke, but just not being able to go out as freely and comfortably as I would have liked to. Yeah. And um I would say it's actually a bit depressing, but in my like second in my second and third year of uni, I was really really depressed. Uh-huh. And I really I kind of look back at this now and just kind of think it's kind of me wishing this upon myself, but I would literally go on. I was so depressed, I just did not feel anything whatsoever. And even mm. I even said to myself, Oh, I wish I had like a gambling problem or something, because then at least I would feel like a thrill at some point or something. Mm. Yeah. And I think maybe a few months later, I kind of started actually like studying. To this day, I still do not watch football, I, I cannot stand watching. Men, women, anyone really run across a bitch for 19 minutes chasing a ball. That is not my bag at all. But I um, I did really get into kind of studying, sort of using apps like Flash Score and stuff, and like studying form and like just based off of the information there and making more calculated decisions on mm. um like teams to bet on. So I would say that way, I was kind of that's kind of when I probably got into betting on football because i only really ever gambled on football and then eventually progressed onto horses which i would say was even more exhilarating because in a day you kind of get you can get up to like six different meetings and every half an hour you have another race and the races are for like three minutes you know i would i'd say at this point i was probably already like in debt already because what actually started what kind of where my debts kind of already started was when I had to open up an overdraft, when I started uni to kind of place a deposit right. on on like a on like a uni flat, and that's okay. ever since that moment I have just been in my overdrafts. Right. But um, I would say when I kind of started properly gambling on football, I was making mainly losses. Hmm. But I was still kind of in the same debt But I would say it was when I started gambling on the horses That's kind of when I started taking out, you know, multiple loans Like just constantly having no money
0: So how much was like the um, first loan that you ever took out to um, gamble?
3: I think it was probably around £100 It was just like a payday loan Okay and what I mean, I, I'm also like I'm, I also have a job, you know. I, I kind of was able to keep up with regular payments, but mm. the more I started to chase my losses, mm. the more loans I started to take, and it got to a point where, first of all, I was paying back a lot more than I obviously borrowed. Mm-hmm. It also got to a point where my credit score was so low I couldn't actually take out any more money. I couldn't yeah. like no nowhere would accept my uh, my applications. Mm. And uh, what also I mean, it's actually gotten to A lot of the companies I've actually taken out loans, but if they've gone into administration and I've also actually gotten obviously just a fraction of what I like, what, what I borrowed off of them because they admitted that they should never have even like given me these loans. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. So why I wanted to, in taking a step back before you actually got in the position of taking out the loans, because you, you, I think you said, you mentioned that you were running out of money did you ask any family members for money or like before you got to the point of taking out a loan? Mm.
3: I would say I would maybe ask my mom here and there for nothing, nothing of like nothing sort of big, maybe like 20, 30 pounds here Mm. or there. Mm. I would maybe ask my friends as well, like for a tenner here and I'll send them back. I'll send it back to them tomorrow Mm. with my friends. I always made sure I sent, send the money back a lot quicker because with my mom, I know that I can kind of, you know, like stretch it out a bit and, (laughs) and things like that. I mean, now I don't gamble anymore. The biggest sort of toll, like the emotional toll kind of took on me was the fact that I was always juggling like 15 different lies with 100 different people. You know, as in, like, I'm in in full-time employment and for some reason I always didn't have any money. You know, it it made zero sense.
1: And can I ask, so when you were asking these people for money, what were you telling them that you were
3: using the money for? I mean, with my my mum, I would always kind of make up some miscellaneous lie about yeah. like oh you know um well first sometimes I just be honest be like oh I want to get with some friends I'm, I'm a bit broke yeah or I would oh I'd say something like um I've been overcharged on my phone bill or I've got like um an outstanding outstanding cost here or there or I missed this payment mm. and but with my friends they would I guess they would never really ask because they were good friends and also it's just like a very small amount that I'd yeah. be like oh you know I. I just don't have any money on this account. Um, you know, I'll send it to you tomorrow or mm. I'll give it to you when I see you tomorrow. And like, I wouldn't know that I had it because I, I would be obviously counting on winning money
0: yeah. in order
3: to pay them back. But it somehow always ended up all right. Like mm. I would always end up paying them.
1: Mm. And like with your mum, and because you probably asked her the most, que- uh, the most for the most amount of money, um, did she ever question you and, in- and was like, oh, why do you keep asking me for money? Like, what's going on? Why can't you manage your money properly? Did you ever have those conversations with her?
3: Oh, all the time. It wasn't just conversations, it was like a lot of arguments. Like it was a lot of, you know, you're not responsible for your money at all. Mm. And the thing is like, whether I'm gambling or not gambling, I've never been responsible with money. Mm. You know, obviously the gambling exacerbates that. Are
2: there any like um, friendships or relationships that it had an impact on? Because I know you were saying it was going on for a few years. Is there any like looking back retrospectively is there anything that happened that oh
3: definitely uh, yeah. i mean i i would say probably was the leading cause of the end of like um my my old my old relationship because yeah. i was i constantly didn't first of all have any money mm. and they were constantly paying for everything mm. and uh also it got to a point where i was just like Borrowing a lot of money off of them as well, mm. Mm. which I've only actually—I mean, we—the relationship ended a, a while ago. Mm. But I—I would say it was only in the last few months I've actually even finished paying them back, mm.
2: Mm. with the help of my mother even. So I'm like, I'm hearing all these like, like numbers or like, like you're borrowing these amounts based on the amounts you borrowed. Did you actually win a lot? Was there ever a time you won a lot of money? Mm. Oh yeah, I mean, the thing
3: is, I would say. Because uh, I'm, I'm a gambling addict You know I'm all, I was I'm, It got to a point Where I wasn't even gambling For fun anymore I was gambling Because I owed so many people money mm. And wow. I was I was very much A problem gambler You know And uh, I would say In the long run I've, I've probably lost around 20k But wow. I've also That's like I would say Over the whole kind of period Of me gambling From beginning to end But I've There have also been instances Where in one day I would win 6k <laughs> Or I would win like a grand or 500 pounds from like a 10 15 pound bet you know and that's kind of what gets you going you
0: say five grand from a 10 15
3: pound bet i've won i've won i've won six thousand pounds from like a 60 pound accumulator
1: it's very emotional yeah Yeah, i just feel like wow it's like you can win loads and like you like feel rich Hmm. for a few minutes and then next month you can just lose it all it's like lots of highs and lows yeah it's like a roller coaster of emotions that's it literally is yeah so
2: so my question for you mark is that like so you're winning so you've you lost a bit of money and you won quite a bit of money what were you spending the money on or, or like did it help pay off some of the debts or
3: so this is the thing I would say With all my big winnings All it's ever done Is basically go towards Keeping up with payments And paying people back mm-hmm. You know Paying my mum back as well I'd say the only thing I maybe bought That I kind of Still have right now Is, is a TV For the living room mm-hmm. and, a, and like a Like a surround sound system mm-hmm. But apart from that most of it basically has just gone to like repayments and at the time I was like at the time I was on like a, a high APR sort of payday loan where I think I borrowed like 700 pounds and I had to keep up with like I think it was like 17 £1, 171 pound payments per month Jeez. so it was just kind of I, I was never really like, oh, I won all this money and mm. I can just sit down and relax and enjoy my winnings. It was very much just, okay, I've bought myself some time for the next few months mm. sort of situation. When you're telling me this,
1: I can just imagine it must feel like you're literally drowning in debt, like you're just trying to like stay above water. Mm. And a 100%. At the time,
3: can... no one even knew that I wasn't this much debt. Yeah. It was just me. <laughs>
1: Mm. It must have have taken such an emotional toll on you, like having, like you said, juggling all of these lies, knowing that you've got creditors, like chasing you, trying to deal with this at the same time, like, I just imagine that you must have been going through so much at the time. So what was it that made you eventually turn things around?
3: Well it kind of just got to a point where it, it took a toll on everything, like the relationships in my life with the people I was closest to, mm. like my, my ex-partner and my mother, um, it, also just my mental health. Like mm. it was in the gutter and I would, I would kind of have counseling. I would, I would have all these people, you know, reaching out to me, but I couldn't actually tell them what like the leading cause of like my mm. depressions or suicidal ideations were um, mm. and I think it just it kind of just kind of all got to a point where you know I had t- attempted to like take my life and stuff mm-hmm. and things like that and well, I think that was probably the last call for help where I just kind of had to open up and be honest mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of my friends kind of they, I mean they really just like my friends and like my family just kind of picked me up mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really bad with organization and things like that mm-hmm. and they kind of would invite me around and just help you know organize my life and mm. you know they would sort of help me ring gps mm. and just keep me company sort of help me self-exclude myself from all these websites mm. and because this is the thing i would say i i mean I, at the beginning i would only kind of use online bookmakers well when you're just kind of pressing a button it's it's not even real money you know mm. you don't notice anything kind of you would you don't notice any money kind of leave you know Mm. but i would say towards like towards the end of when i was gambling because i would say during it was during the first lockdown that i basically started gambling again because i had self-excluded myself before
2: Well, so just 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 to ask how do you how do you self-exclude yourself Mm. how can you explain the process how does it work
3: basically what you do there's a there's a there's kind of this organization called uh gamstop mm. and they're like a you know anti gambling sort of um organization that kind of offers you support and can mm-hmm. you know lead you in the right directions towards you know getting gambling related cbt and uh, things like that so if you're like a uk bookmaker you have to be uh, registered with gamstop and what that basically means is you can contact G- gamstop put you know your details on the um like your passport sort of details and what this basically what they basically does is send it's like give a little notification to all uk bookmakers that you have you know reached out with them and they then all those bookmakers will then self will then exclude you from their websites so you can you can set this up for i think like 6 months, 1 year, 2 years and like a 5 year period or like a lifetime mm. once once you are registered like with them you cannot access um, any of these websites until for whatever period of time you've selected and mm. even once that period of time is finished mm. unless you contact them the 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 ban the the, the ban will just continue
2: did it work for you? How did it work for you? Did, was it, did it was it
3: effective? So it was definitely effective, but I would say during lockdown, I, I personally, I actually contacted them myself yeah. and asked to be taken off the self exclusion. And there was even like, a, I had to like go through a whole little telephone sort of um, assessment, and you know, I obviously just lied through through my teeth, hmm. and I kind of, I and they even after they had kind of taken everything off, it still took like, there was like a two week cooling off period, for example, mm. you couldn't just immediately gamble. Mm. And I would say in the lockdown, the first lockdown was really difficult for me mm. because first of all, everything was closed. Yeah. I was on furlough with full pay for three to four months, mm. and I, I was I was itching to gamble. There, there was nothing to do. And obviously, that's not an excuse. You know, I, I I hold up my hand and say I wanted to gamble, so I looked for every way to gamble. I would say it was just having too much time on my hands mm. and having all this and just having kind of all these resources around me. I just kind of started gambling again, really, and it was that was kind of that was like a whole little slippery slope. But um, I've basically re-signed up with gamstop and i I just put like a lifetime ban on there and i've also um my friends also helped me to like i didn't even know this was possible because even so what gamstop does is self-exclude you from all online bookmakers Mm -hmm. but if you really want to gamble you could still go into a book a a bookies for example and you know no one's going to say anything Mm, but um this is the thing like I would say I would say it has helped a lot and I haven't gambled since. But um but yeah, I was gonna say something else.
0: I think you mentioned something about how your friends helped. Like did you eventually open up to them about your gambling addiction?
3: Oh yeah. And kind of once I said the thing is that's why I kind of, I I've, I'm I've probably I'm probably feeling the best I've ever felt right now, even though I'm oh, financially it. in the worst place I've been all my life. Well, not yeah. all my life, but for a very long time. Yeah. But I just feel so free, you yeah. know. I, I kind of always joke that I don't actually have any secrets anymore because I I actually have nothing that I would want to hide from anyone anymore. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just I feel like once I kind of opened like opened up to them they all kind of just started to connect the dots as to why just all these different lines. I would maybe say from time to, not from time to time very regularly, but also mm. just everything kind of started to make a lot of sense again to yeah. them.
1: Yeah. I can imagine like the heaviness on your heart when oh. you're just holding so much of this in, like no one knows what you're going through. I can just imagine how free you must feel right now. But you also mentioned that you're not um, financially where you'd have hoped to be which of course is understandable but what have you done so far to help turn the finances around so have you been no, you, you, I think you mentioned a debt management plan at some point
3: I started a debt management plan yeah. um I think it was around maybe like a, a few months ago I would say and originally before even joining this this plan I was like just looking to maybe take out a large loan, so I could just pay off all my debts mm. and mm, pay that back that loan. But my my credit score was so bad. I was looking to maybe take out a, a twelve, a, like a ten to twelve thousand pound loan, okay. um, over a five year period to just kind of pay off all my debts and then just pay them, pay them back a monthly sum. Mm. But with them over the five years for a twelve thousand pound loan. I would have basically ended up repaying them around 45,000 pounds. Jeez! Whoa. I know. Like, I know. And I was that? I almost actually went through with it and I thought to myself this is very ridiculous because yeah. even even after the point I actually pay off pay off my original debt. I will basically just be paying them what I could be saving for myself, Mm. you know, and luckily I saw sense and, you know, I got, I got in touch with, um, step change, Mm. uh, which is like a debt charity. And I, I basically disclosed to them, you know, that I was like a gambling addict. Mm. Um, so what they basically do is you kind of list your debts Mm. and your personal information Mm. and, what they do is they get in touch with all your all of your creditors and they kind of based off of like your income and your finances which they also need to see proof of they will they will arrange like a monthly payment, which is affordable to you. And they will, you basically send them the amount, like a monthly sum, which they then spread across your creditors. And they kind of give you a list of how long it will take to pay off your debts.
1: Oh, that's that's very handy. So so where are you now? So how much? what percentage of your debts would you say you've paid off?
3: I know that they said it will take around one year and 10 months to pay off my debts so and okay, at the moment I'm not. Bad. it's that's like a, not it's bad. like a monthly repayment of 500 pounds okay. okay so that 500 pounds is then spread across all of my all of my creditors and they are all obviously aware that i am on this plan so i also don't really get any of those threatening calls from like random places like aberdeen or like all, mm. all these different calls that i've just learned to ignore yeah. so um yeah i just kind of feel like peace of mind
1: yeah, yeah good. happy to hear that that is yeah exactly just like you said this i feel like a lot of relief it feels like relief <laughs> yeah. basically and i just wanted to ask you one question your opinion on something so do you think there's such thing as safe gambling or do you think all gambling is bad gambling and you should just avoid it
3: if you are risk averse then sure the gambling is probably safe if you have like a budget yeah. and this is kind of your monthly gambling budget or like your weekly gambling budget and you can stick to that, then sure, I guess it's safe and controlled. Mm. But the problem is that a lot of people don't have that discipline. Mm. That's
2: true. That's
1: true, Yeah. And, you know, what you just said basically as in um, many people feel as they can't talk about it or they feel quite ashamed about the state of their finances so if anyone's listening and they're in a similar situation what would be your general advice to them?
3: My general advice would be that there is first of all there is nothing to be embarrassed about and there are there are loads of you know sources that there are loads of sort of places you can get information from you know I very much recommend you know chatting to maybe somebody from step change because or just even like googling like the money advice service you know that's how I kind of you know was able to get in touch with step change but You can, you know, have like a chat with somebody over like online or just over the phone Mm. and they can, you know, start pointing you in the right directions and get you maybe even the help that you need, you know, Mm. even like looking at uh, gamstop as well, their website there, they have like, uh, they have trained advisors that can point you in the right direction. And also, you know, help you take the steps that you need to take in order Mm. to, you know, turn things around.
1: Oh, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, this is really, really interesting hearing your side of the story because, I mean, I guess from the outside looking in, you don't really understand the yeah. what's going, yeah, or even the, the appeal yeah. of yeah. gambling. I didn't really understand the appeal of it, but hearing you talk about it, like I, I understand why it's something that's so addictive. Mm. I get it. Like just the emotional thrill. I, I actually, I, I get it now. Um, yeah just because I'm not too sure if we've already discussed this, but just to um, cover all bases, altogether, how much did you win? And altogether, how much did you lose? If you can give like a general ballpark figure?
3: I would say I probably lost around 22k. And I've probably won, a, won around 11, 12,000 pounds. Mm, wow. A lot of money that's a lot of money
1: but thank you so much for taking your time out to speak to us we really 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 appreciate that really appreciate and um yeah I'll catch up with you soon
3: okay great thank yeah. you bye. have a good day you too bye bye
1: wow 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 wow
0: that is intense I think that was quite an intense conversation I can I can just see where he's coming from and it makes me think that uh, check check on your family and friends that's mm. what i would say that if it like if the statistics says one in 3 people gamble i'm pretty sure you know e- even within your friendship groups maybe you know that people that may have a bit of a gambling issue and it just made
1: me also think about things like like forex trading and mm. other forms of gambling that we probably don't really think of mm. as gambling like just because you're um, Not necessarily like in a casino, like on the slot machine, that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that you're not gambling. Ooh. Um, But no, that was a really interesting inside. Even
0: that thing of like, I think one thing I could hear is just chasing that like dopamine high. Mm. That's how like people get addicted to it, like that that rush.
2: Mm. Mm. Wow. So some questions for you? Yes,
0: you know, I've always got questions <laughs> yeah. for you guys. Um, what? Well, these questions are not really scenario based, but it's just kind of like, you know, I guess, what would you do in the situation? Yeah. So I don't know, how would you support someone, you know, going through a similar situation? Or how would you get people to open up about something like that? <sighs>
3: <sighs> um,
2: because we've done much better than before, mm. um, I think it's just, I think just kind of creating a safe space that, mm. Like, okay, what's happening with your money? Yeah, you what's know, was, what's was going on? Like, and I think if you can open up and be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Like so every everyone has something going on in their life, right? If you can open up and be vulnerable, it opens up the door for your friend or family member yeah. to be vulnerable, vulnerable with you as well, yeah. as well. That's what I found in yeah. a lot of my friendships or relationships. Um, and then never be, never judge. Of course. Never be judgmental you know And yeah. um, I'm never going to judge anyone wh- how they want to make their money but I think there's something about your state of mind mm. and your intention and motive behind why you're doing something mm. it's, n- it's never a nice thing to be mm. doing something out of desperation Yeah. Um, but no we do hope like um, in kind of just taking things like broadening out the view I think it's just really really looking at your mindset and your cool. state of mind whether you're doing something from a Form of desperation mm. or I know, just checking up on people, you know, yeah. like yeah. cost of living is going up, mm. like people are going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way from just checking up on people. Yeah. You know, like how, yeah. how are you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah. You know, so you, you just you understand maybe someone's dabbling or indulging on something That's they shouldn't true.
0: be. I think, yeah. and even a, a great way to frame it is I guess it's still kind of the beginning of the year, you know, with like your close friends. Or like you know, within your friendship group, you guys can do stuff like either monthly or like quarterly. I call them financial dates, where you guys kind of go through like your finances, and then that's also like a great place to like bring up the topics. You know, what are the areas of your finances are? You know, is anybody struggling with? Let's talk about it. You yeah. know. So.
2: Yeah. Um, But yeah, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening to another episode of your One of stories. Yep. Till next time, guys. Bye.
1: You've just listened to an episode of Your Real Money Stories, an original podcast brought to you in association with Zopa.
2: who provide great value financial products and tools to make managing your money a lot easier.
0: So make sure you subscribe and share with your friends who you think might have
1: related to the episode. For more information and resources around the themes discussed in this episode, head over to zopa.com forward slash podcast.
2: And of course, if you want to be on the next episode, make sure you slide into our DMs at Medics on Instagram.